Welcome to the Make Life Less Difficult podcast. This podcast explores what it means to make life less difficult for each other and for ourselves. We share stories of struggles and successes because we believe sharing our stories eases the difficulty of life. I'm Lisa Tilstra, your host. Let's jump in to today's conversation. Welcome back to the Make Life Less Difficult podcast. I wanted to share some thoughts with you today around story and what it means to me and what it potentially can mean to you. It has been a phenomenal journey over the last few months to hear so many amazing stories with my my guests to have people come to me and offer to share their stories, to have people respond to my reaching out to them with such generosity and willingness, courage, bravery to say, yes, okay, Lisa, I will, I'll be a guest on your podcast. And many times they're not entirely sure what the conversation is going to hold. And yet we step into it together as a process of discovery and exploration. And it really has been beautiful. And there's a couple of things that I want to share with you today. This last week, I had the opportunity to do a workshop about the revitalizing impact of story. And we started out the workshop with a poem by Mary Oliver. And the title of the poem is Instructions for Living a Life. And it's a short poem, just four lines. And here they are. Instructions for Living a Life. Pay attention. Be astonished. Tell about it. We share that poem with you one more time. Instructions for living a life. Pay attention. Be astonished. Tell about it. I love this poem because it speaks to me about story. Oftentimes when I ask someone about sharing a story, I hear the reply, I don't have any stories to tell, or I'm a terrible storyteller. and everyone, everyone has stories to tell. So if you hear that voice in your own head that says, I don't have a story to tell, I would say you're right. You do not have a story to tell. You have a multitude of stories to tell and to share. Sometimes it helps to have a prompt to get us started. Should I tell a story about? And then we hear other people sharing their stories and it gives us some ideas. In this poem by Mary Oliver, she first of all says, pay attention. So much of our life, we we almost go on autopilot and we don't pay attention. And and in some ways, that's a great way that our brain works. If we paid attention to every single little detail, it could be very distracting, overwhelming. So we can't necessarily pay attention to everything. However, if you're like me, you have days where you get to the end of the day and you think, what did I do today? I don't even remember. I I don't remember what I had for breakfast. Did I even eat lunch? I'm not even sure. And we go about our days without really being present and paying attention. The second line of her poem, she says, be astonished. And I love this. And sometimes I think, oh yes, I'm astonished all right about a lot of things. not necessarily astonished in in the positive, exciting sense, but in the, wow, can you believe that happened? Or I'm not sure how I'm going to make it through this. 
kind of astonishment. We think about astonishment sometimes with significant events or significant moments, and sometimes the astonishment can really be in the small details. And in a few minutes, I'm going to share a story with you about a time where I had a moment of being astonished at some very simple, simple things that were right in front of me that I was missing. I had not been paying attention to. And then tell about it. This is the storytelling part. I love this, right? Tell about your life. Tell about the things that have happened to you. You have a multitude of stories to tell. And each and every day, there's new stories that unfold in your life. This last year and a half or so with the global pandemic has built a lot of stories within us. Some difficult stories, some stories of loss, some stories of new connections, some stories of doom and gloom. There's a polarity of the times and experiences. So we go from extreme difficulty to extreme delight. There's been a lot of transformation that has happened over the last couple of years. And these transformative events really create amazing plots for stories. And stories can be quite simple or they can be deeply complex. I can't remember where I first saw this, but there was something where I saw the challenge to share a story in just four words. And I, and I think it was a story of love. And I was blown away by these stories that were told in just four words. I was moved to tears by four words. So I looked up some of these stories. I'm just going to share a couple here to give you a feel of what I mean, how powerful a story can be told in just a few words. We're together again, finally. Last night was goodbye. And I'm almost, I'm, I'm moved to tears even as I think about this next one. Four words, so touching. Small coffins are heaviest. Stories can be so powerful in just a few words. Stories can also be a little longer. Maybe we say in, in four breaths or even four minutes, an amazing story can be told. So I'm going to share with you a story. I'm going to give you an example of about a four-minute story here that I reflected on for the workshop that I shared this last week, which I should mention I did in collaboration with Russ Watts, who is a friend and colleague of mine. And if you have not heard his story told on this podcast, please go check it out right now. It's episode four. He has amazing stories to share. And his episode is currently the most listened to and downloaded episode of the Make Life Less Difficult podcast. So this is a story I put together in reflecting on paying attention, being astonished, telling about it in light of the last couple of years. In September of 2019, I moved to France. My husband, John, was on a one-year war zone assignment for his job. I chose France, specifically a little town in the Alps, because I knew that there I would find the energy I needed to thrive during the challenges that the year ahead was bound to hold. Little did I know how many challenges it would indeed hold. 
I chose the mountains because the mountains breathe life into my soul. And the intensity of living life in a language I was still very much learning created a really valuable focus and a challenge for me with clear markers of progress. And then throughout this, I had work sprinkled in with trips to Vienna, to Bangkok, to London. I was living, I was living well. I was loving life. And then COVID. On Friday, March 13th, France announced that it would be shutting down its borders. My husband was due to arrive for a vacation in six days. So we made a quick decision to meet in the U.S. I bought a plane ticket on Friday evening. My friend Yolan dropped me off at the airport early Saturday morning. And I said to him, I'll see you in four weeks, year and a half later. I'm actually getting to go back and see Yolanda soon, which will be lovely. But two months after this, in the spring of 2020, I found myself living with my brother and my sister-in-law in Dayton, Ohio. Now, no offense to Dayton, but I missed France dearly. During this time, I signed up to take a workshop called Your True Nature Coaching. And it was led by my colleague, Russ, and his colleague, Christiane. The first assignment before we ever met for the class officially was to go on what's called a medicine walk, go walk in nature and just notice, notice what is around you. Notice what you see. What do you learn? What are you hearing? And boy, I resisted this assignment up until the very last moment, because here I was in suburban Dayton. There was no nature just sidewalks and roads and houses that all looked the same. And I missed the mountains. I missed the ruggedness of the Alps and the tender little tiny mountain flowers. I missed the sweetness of the boulangerie and the pain au chocolat and my occasional chocolate eclair for breakfast. But then on my medicine walk, I noticed the pond which I had walked or ran by nearly every day for the past few weeks. The reflection of the trees on the still water was quite striking with the bright blue sky overhead. So I sat down in the grass. And at first of all, I looked above the trees and I envisioned the mountains above them. But then I turned my gaze back to the actual trees in front of me, to the water, to nature all around me. I was not just in suburbia. I was in nature. And in this space, there were houses, sidewalks, and roads. But holding all of it was nature. Nature was here, first and foremost. And I saw flowers. I saw rabbits. I saw small little earthworms. And while it wasn't France, I was so grateful that nature found me in Dayton, Ohio. And that is my story. The day after Russ and I gave this workshop and I shared this story, one of the attendees to the workshop forwarded us an email from the Daily Ohm. And the title of the email was, Everyone Has a Story. And I just want to share with you what is written in this email by the Daily Ohm, which came out on, let me make sure I have the date correct, Wednesday. November 10 from Daily Ohm. So Daily O-M, if you want to look that up, I'll include a link to it in the show notes. 
But this email says everyone has a story to tell. Every person on this planet has a story to tell, something that makes them unique, adding to the whole. It's easy to forget sometimes that everyone has a story to tell if we take the time to listen. We are so accustomed to hearing the stories of people in the news that we sometimes lose track of the fact that the random stranger on the bus also has a fascinating story about where they came from and how they got to where they are. The sheer variety of paths taken in this world, from farmers to CEOs to homeless people to world travelers, is indicative of how much we can learn from each individual. Sometimes the shy, quiet person at work has the most amazing life story and the biggest dreams. It is up to us to take the time to find out. Some people travel a path of wealth and privilege, while others struggle with only themselves to rely on, and both have great stories to tell. Each person learns lessons, makes choices, and develops a unique perspective, which only they can claim and share. Even two people who have had very similar lives will have slightly different experiences, leading them to a different point of view. So each person remains a treasure trove waiting to be explored. When we take the time to ask questions and listen, we find that every person has a fascinating story to tell and an utterly unique perspective from which to tell it. Bearing this in mind, we have the opportunity to approach the world around us in a new way. There is never any reason to be bored at a party or on the bus or in a conversation with a stranger. When we retain the spark of curiosity and the warmth required to open someone up, we always have in front of us the makings of a great story. All we have to do is ask. I love this. And this resonates so deeply in my heart and is why I started the Make Life Less Difficult podcast, a platform for people to share their stories. I also, I just want to share this perspective of maintaining curiosity about every person around us. Those who are close to us and who we know deeply, we sometimes forget to be curious about because we know so much of their story, but there's always more story to learn. Those who we don't know well, we, we, we make judgments about them and it's just the way our brain works. And yet if we can catch ourselves and notice, those are just judgments. I wonder what their story is. I wonder how they would tell their story. It is a beautiful gift that we offer when we ask someone to tell us a piece of their story. And you might think like, how do you, how do, you do that? Sometimes when I'm meeting per- someone, I will just say, so tell me your story. And at first you can tell people are a little like unsure. What do you mean? I'm just like, I don't know, whatever part of your story you want to tell me and let them jump in. Let them tell you what comes to mind for them to listen, to ask questions, to be present with them as they tell their story is a gift. Thank you for being present with this podcast and each person who shares their story on this podcast. You as a listener, whether you ever meet this person or not, you give them a gift by listening to their story. And if you are interested in sharing a piece of your story, perhaps on this podcast, please reach out, let me know. I would love to connect with you. Every single one of us have amazing stories to tell. Pay attention, be astonished every day, and please, please tell about it.